Hello, everyone, and welcome back to For the One Podcast with Angelise Danielle. I'm Angelise, and if you are new here and you're wondering what For the One is about, this podcast is aimed for that one person who may need encouragement, who may need advice, a new perspective in their Christian walk, or just to hear about my experiences and what I have been through. If that is you, then welcome to the podcast. Uh, this, I am... I just want to say thank you also for the people who have been supporting me. I see your messages. Obviously, I messaged you back, but I am so thankful for all the views and just um, you guys letting me know that you enjoy the content. It it just brings me joy. I'm sorry. I just hit my microphone, but it, it really brings me joy. It fills my heart. And I really just appreciate all of the support. So if you want to shoot me a message letting me know that you're watching the video or you're watching or listening to the podcast, then let me know. And I look forward to your DMs. And I'm just going to plug myself here at Angelise Danielle on Instagram and TikTok, whatever one you guys use. I'm on there. So with all of that being said, you guys may not know it. But I am starting a relationship series or continuing because I talked about friendships and today we're going to continue that series and this series is going to continue going on for future episodes. So keep a lookout for that. But for today's episode, we're going to be talking about the family relationship. And this is a part, a two part episode. Um, so the next episode. The part two is going to be a very different topic, but this under the same thing, family. So today we're talking about the physical versus spiritual family. We're going to get into my testimony a little bit with what I have had to deal with a, a little bit, a little bit. And so we're going to kick start this episode with the family dynamic. By the way, real quick, side note, I don't know why I do this to myself, (laughs) but I wait till one o'clock in the morning to film. And so last episode, I realized how low energy I was because it was so late and I was so tired, but I just want you guys to know I'm dedicated. I'm trying to be content queen. I'm trying to stay on my P's and Q's. Is that it? I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to stay on top of my stuff, my flow. So, yeah, if I seem a little low energy, it's 1 o'clock in the morning. So, please be forgiving. And I work tomorrow. So, yeah, forgive me. <laughs> anyway, family dynamic. We're going to get some foundation going on because this is a Christian podcast. And we always have to bring it back. Or we always have to start with what God intended things to be, right? He's the creator. And so in regards to family and what God intended family to be, I love this image of God and how his heart really is just, it pokes out in his creation, right? In the in the things that he's done in the world and especially in our relationships in our dynamics and when it comes to family i mean if you think about jesus and his birth so 
we're not going all the way to Adam and Eve, but we're going to take it back to Jesus. Jesus could have simply got off his throne and opened the clouds and said, hey, how y'all doing? I'm the king. I'm the son. But he didn't do that. He came as we all come into this world through birth. And he had a earthly father, an earthly mother, and he was raised and he was raised as a Christian and male. (laughs) And then he, when he got really to his calling, when God truly called him, it was revealed that he was the son of man and he was God in human form. So that's how God intended families. If you think about it, we have a mom, a dad, who are wife and husband. That sounded weird. Husband and wife. And um, Jesus was raised in the way, in the word. He was raised as a worker. Like, he was really just, like, so humble and just he straight up came from heaven to serve. And this was all about my last episode about, you know, like kingdom work. And and Jesus was just really here as a blueprint for us. And I mean, that was what God intended family to be like, though. We rely on our families for like just to be taught for information, you know, God has this natural submission that we're meant to have in his order of things that, and in through that submission, we have respect and we also gain direction from one another. So this is the dynamic that God intended when it comes to family. In modern times, you just, you see the enemy has distorted and caused so much division in families. I mean, there's so much division. So I want to focus on family when there is a Christian that is serving in a home alone. And for me, a little bit of my testimony, I do serve alone in my home. I'm way more firm in my faith and i am the only one well me and my younger sister we i started bringing her because she's 10. so um we started going together but really i'm the only firm one in my home and for a while before my sister really started having interest in church she started uh i'm sorry i was alone truly alone like i really couldn't talk to anybody about god and um not not that I can't. I could. I've, of course I can. It's just, it's, it's hard talking to non-believers or people who don't actively serve God about God because they have doubt and they have all, like, I used to get so bombarded with so many questions and as a baby Christian and I wasn't really being brought up correctly, I in the church. So there was a lot of things I was still learning and <laughs> I felt very guilty because I was like, oh man, like I'm the only Christian here, but it, I don't really have anybody like to teach me. And so there was just a lot of me being alone. And I very, maybe this is just an episode in itself where talking about isolation and, and all of that, but just sticking to the family aspect yeah I couldn't really rely and I still kind of like I kind of like 
oof, that's already a part of our dynamic. Like, they know I serve God. We do talk about God. They respect God. They just don't serve God. And I do. So it's a very, there's a big difference. And we're praying for them. So praying for my family. But um, if you are that, like me, serving God alone, how, you know, this dynamic goes against the natural order that God has ordained for us to be in with having a put together home that serves God so that they could bring their children up in God. And for me, it was very difficult for me to serve God (laughs) in a home where people don't serve God because I had to do a lot of things differently. I had to give up a lot of things that were normalized in my family and all for my faith because it wasn't that God is like, oh, you can't have experiences. It's, I want to see, like, if you're willing to give things up for me to be a disciple. And I did. And here I am, a disciple of the Lord. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's a huge lesson that I had to learn was that when you're brought up not as a Christian, but kind of like you love God, but you're not really serving God and you have to navigate this by yourself, you go against your family values a lot, especially things that you were raised to believe were okay or raised to believe like, okay, like this is something you should care about. And then you come to God and God is like, no, 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 this, no, no. Let's get it out. Let's get that out. Let's let's rearrange. Let's reorder. Let me reestablish for you. So it's very difficult and not difficult, but like, yeah, no, it's difficult. It's hard. It's very hard because your family expects answers and you're like, God told me to. And they're like, God, aren't you using God as a crutch? My parents did not say that. I'm just paraphrasing. But um, it was just more like my parents just didn't understand what was going on in my life. And um, totally fine. I mean, I get it. You have this expectancy for your child and you don't expect them to love God the way that (laughs) they do. And literally, they're living life completely different from you. And I know that we all naturally live our lives differently, but I think that as a Christian, like we, it's really a completely different turnaround and yeah, it's, it's difficult. And a lot of the times we have to make hard decisions for God. Like I said, that they won't understand and that they're going to struggle to um, support you in because support with support comes understanding or you know i have to understand this to support you um i think that's a lot of the old school mindset but yeah that was a lot of things that i had to face as a young christian now that i'm 22 years old i'm more established in my faith there there's just it's like this flow of things but i'm really talking more to like when you first start to live differently it is such a transition period with not just you but the people around you and with friends it's like okay like friends are gonna leave they come and go but with your family it's very difficult because you live either at home with them or you talk to them on a daily basis and you're constantly being faced with this 
um, question of why are you doing this? Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, why can't you just do it this way? Or don't do it the way that I did it. It like it works, but it's like your only answer that you could come up with because God doesn't always explain rarely he explains in the moment why he's doing certain things. So it's like, I had to give up friends. And in the moment, I had no idea why I I did not understand it. And God is just like, you got to trust me. And so here I am giving my life up for God and saying, okay, I trust you in this area. But then you have your family who is seeing you, who raised you, who has this idea of you and who you're going to be. And you're kind of like going against that idea because they, if they're not Christian or they don't value those values, then they're going to be very confused on what's going on. Like, I never did this like this. Where are you getting this from? And it's like, but God, oh no, but God no, like that's, that doesn't even make sense. Why would God do that? And it's, it's like, it's not about it making sense. It's just, this is what living a life of obedience looks like as a Christian. You give things up and God restores, or we just never see that thing again. Who knows? But that's kind of going into my last week's episode, but yeah, it's just, it's very difficult. And so I want to kind of segue into like spiritual families and how, first of all, what are spiritual families? We, I don't know if you've heard this term before, but a spiritual family is a family or people or even a person that God places in your life to be that stand in family for you spiritually so you can grow or and remain firm in your faith. So there it's literally the body of Christ leaning on each other spiritually. Sometimes we don't have that spiritual family aspect in our own home, which I didn't. Um, it was very hard for me to go to my parents um, about a lot of the experiences I was having because again, like I said, like they weren't operating in that spirit of discernment. And so it was really hard to turn to them to try to get advice because they weren't going to give me like, um, no, they, they would have actually, no, you know, my parents are, are very like, they're very, they understand that I operate with God. And so they're very like, you know, you just got to pray about it. If you believe in God, then you got to trust in him. That That's kind of like the general advice that they would give me. But sometimes you want something deeper. You want to go to somebody that truly understands that even God is speaking to in that moment. And again, side note, that's not saying that God doesn't speak through your parents or um, through the people that are not Christian. Like God definitely uses whatever vessel he can to get you to hear whatever it is he has to tell you. Um, though that's like, that's like through the whole Bible of God doing that. (laughs) Like God would use multiple things, uh, multiple things to get you to listen to whatever he has to say. So, but in regards to like a spiritual family, sometimes we have to rely on our church family. We have to rely on that family that we know is firm in their faith um, for a deeper connection to God or for a deeper understanding for the things of God. And, you know, these are people that we can rely on for prayer, godly advice to understand 
what's going on in your life spiritually because, you know, we get attacked. We get, um, I know like a lot of the demonic experiences that I've had, I don't, um, I'm not afraid of it. Me personally, I I don't want (laughs) to talk too cocky because I'm a little scared. But no, when you're operating in God, like I don't really feel the fear for those things because I trust in God and I know that Jesus is with me and that all demons fear Jesus. So nothing can try to come and hinder my walk. They could try, but they won't succeed. But um, I know that if you talk to a fresh Christian or somebody who isn't a true believer, they are going to be scared or they're going to think you're crazy. Like, what? What is this girl talking about? (laughs) Spirits? Did did my dragon move? (laughs) So, you know, they would just, like, question and they wouldn't give you, like, just that what you need spiritually, like, at all. So as Christians, we are more likely to turn to our spiritual family and, you know, remember that this isn't, they're not standing in the place of your family. They're just representing another side of you, the spiritual side of you, because there's, we have the fleshly side and like, I, I don't know if I said this earlier, but you know, the Bible says to honor your mother and your father, right? your earthly mother and your father, you have to honor them. They gave birth to you. They raised you. And for me as a Christian who was struggling way back when, I definitely did honor them. I had my moments where I was like angry and I had my teenage moments, but you know, I definitely honored my parents and respected their views and respected the things that they felt. But I didn't just take their advice. I also went to God and for God's counselship and even went to my spiritual family for advice whenever I needed it. So we have to, I'm very, if you guys can't tell by now, I'm very big on utilizing the things around you, the community that you have around you. And sometimes, you know, it could be a church community. It could just be one person. It could be multiple people, whatever, whoever it is that you feel comfortable to talk about the things of God with utilize it because if you feel misheard if you feel like you don't have anyone to turn to nobody understands your experiences then that is when you have to just start looking around you to see okay who's firm if nobody's firm then okay let me just try to go to go to my local church or join a bible study group or whatever it is that would help you to get get that type of community again it just needs to be one person and god will not leave you hanging either but i just want to stress like we have to like having spiritual families is biblical in luke chapter 14 verse 26 i love this verse it is so cutthroat like god jesus in this moment is such a gordon ramsay like he's just straight up like you don't got it like you so jesus is in his hometown he's in his hometown where his he was raised he knows the people i'm sure he knows the people all the townspeople and they're all like wow jesus like like i love your teachings and this and that like you're like they they're just kissing his tush a little bit and jesus is saying 
if anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Mm. I love that so much. I think that's one of the most cutthroat moments Jesus had because Jesus was just straight up like, this is it. And he's not saying in the sense of hate, like, oh, I hate you. You're a terrible person. I hate you. Get out of my life. It's if you're not willing to put aside these fleshly relationships and put God above it and listen to God's advice or God's whatever God is calling you to do for for you to be obedient like if you're not willing if your parents are saying let I'll use a friend example like I was raised to have friends I was raised to have big groups of friends, not big groups of friends, but just like your lifelong friends. You want those, those relationships are the best relationships to have. And when God said, I'm removing all of your friends, you're going to have a season where you're not going to have friends. I was literally like, on one hand being told you need friends why are you, why do you not have friends and god is literally saying the opposite like like no matter what you do i'm not letting you have friends so you know as christians naturally whether you have a family as christians or you don't i feel like we all come to this point in our lives in general, where we come at odds with the people who raise us because we make decisions that they may not 100% agree with. And as a Christian, I think it's even harder because it's like, God doesn't want me to have friends. Like that door's closed. But why? Why doesn't God want you to have friends? I don't understand. Like, what is, what are you doing wrong? And so it's like, we have to learn to put God his opinion, value his opinion, value, not his opinion, but the things that he says to us, the things that are in his holy word, we have to value that over our family while we're still honoring our family. So I honored my parents and I, and whenever they said anything about friendships, I would just listen and I'll be like, I would get upset a little bit inside, but there again i had my teenage moments i'm not proud of them but um we go through what we go through we learn what we learn and i am so thankful that god allowed me to have an outlet a community that i could turn to and say hey i'm struggling and i'm struggling not <laughs> eating too many carbs i'm struggling with my relationship with god or I'm not reading enough. Like it's easy for a non-Christian to say, but just open the book. Like just do it. Just read. Why is it so hard? But for a not a Christian who is your spiritual family, who knows who you are, knows that it's a struggle sometimes to just get into that groove of reading your word, they can have different advice where it's like, you know what? Like just set time apart. I totally understand you. It's just a huge difference of relatability huge difference you know another thing about spiritual family families is don't feel guilty 
if you are turning to one to your spiritual family more than your carnal family your blood family with um your spiritual stuff your spiritual baggage this is what our spiritual families are here for and my parents they at first didn't understand the dynamic that i had with my spiritual family but i think that god kind of just helped me there are just some things that you address and other things you just gotta let god handle and so with the spiritual family aspect at first i was kind of like trying to justify it but god was just like no like it's okay i'm not doing any you are not doing anything wrong by turning to somebody who has a little bit more experience we all do this naturally it's not just christians going to spiritual families it's uh, you probably feel more comfortable going to your best friend about your boyfriend problems than you do f- about um, with your mom. Or you might feel a little uncomfortable talking to your dad about your menstrual cycle. <laughs> and you go to your mom for that. So we have different outlets. We have different people that we go to for different things. This is a natural another natural order that god has ordained because we all naturally do this we all turn like jesus had his time where he talked to god the father alone and straight up told the disciples like you stay up and you watch the area while i go pray like i need a minute i need a a reboot from you guys but then he had his moments where he had thousands of people listening to his teaching and he was filling up their cup so we all have a different outlet for different things and that's okay it's totally natural so i hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode and just got a little bit of an insight of the difference between physical and a spiritual family and just a quick disclaimer if my parents get this far into the video I hope you guys didn't get upset. I love you guys so much. <laughs> so um, look out for part two of the relationship series family. I'm really excited for next week and just look out for it. If you have been supporting, please like, comment um, down below, share with your friends, share with your family, share with your mama, share with, share with your carnal mama and your spiritual mama. and um, I think that's it. So thank you guys so much for watching and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.